I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Now, though, I uh, don't know what, how you feel about uh, prostitution, escorts and sex workers, whether you're the type of person that wants to see it legalized and made arguably safer or would you like to see it completely kept um, illegal and banned and we should be doing more to maybe get rid of it but a a new app has been launched for sex workers in a lot of different cities it's just launched recently in London it's been dubbed the kind of like the Uber for escorts apparently it makes it easier to avail of escorting services but also apparently is going to be helping tackle the negative side effects of uh, sex work, including violence and trafficking, things like that. The One of the developers is joining us on the line to tell you a little bit more about how, why, and what exactly it is. Cal Kinsler from Smoochie.com. How are you? Thanks for coming on the show this evening. Hello, very good. Nice to meet you. Okay, so for someone who hasn't heard uh, about this app or anything that it does, what is it? So essentially, we see Smoochie as a next-generation escort directory. So essentially, the clients use a website to make live searches, to see who's available uh, to suit their needs. And the escorts have an app which they can use to show their live availability and the bookings come direct to the app so they can see the client's verification and they can uh, basically just decide which bookings to accept and decline in real time. So it's kind of like my taxi, but not. Yeah, to an extent, yeah. Yeah, in a way I would say it's, we're kind of building up as we go along. It's, the problem with the industry is there's a lot of fake bookings, time wasters, there's a lot of scams. So we kind of, through the app, we can have direct support, we can talk in real time to the escorts. We can kind of give them a more kind of hands-on approach. So I suppose, how did you come up with the idea or uh, what's your background that led you to think that th- this is what was needed within the, uh, the industry? Well, we're basically a tech company and we were kind of doing various projects uh, for pizza delivery companies and property companies in Bangkok. And we had a project for a escort company to make kind of a more sophisticated system. Um, so we built them a series of apps to let their escorts kind of receive the bookings in real time and decide for themselves whether to accept or decline a booking. We then kind of looked more into the industry and we saw there was nothing else kind of like it. Yeah. And a lot, a lot of local escorts were using Tinder and kind of dating sites to kind of modernize the way they worked. So we just gave it a try. We kind of signed up as a kind of pet project and just to see what kind of response it would get. And it took off very quickly. We were kind of getting a lot of call for it in Europe, a lot of companies in Europe asking us to kind of work with them and build something similar for them. And so we spent kind of the last two years developing it and getting in a position where we can launch it in Europe. And now we're starting to connect with kind of local charities and and anti-trafficking organizations to see if we can 
kind of give this a go and push it further into Europe. Oh, that's interesting because obviously the whole the, the escorting and sex work industry is obviously very controversial and has a lot of different opinions and perspectives on it. But what was the first country that you launched this app into? Uh, we first launched it into Thailand. So the original project was with a group of escort agencies in Thailand. Originally, it was an in- internal system for them, like a management system, so they could see via an app who's available, where they are, and kind of send the bookings direct to them on the app. Um, with them, we then kind of created an open platform so that clients could directly search and connect to the escorts via the app. Um, we didn't really look past Bangkok at that stage, but we started kind of getting calls from other agencies and independents asking if they could also use the app. Um, and we just kind of spread from there. We, I think this was late 2016, early 2017. So um, it took off really quickly, and we were, it was kind of a side project. And then we started taking it more serious mid-2017, and we just were pay- paying catch-up for about a year and a half until we had to develop a more sophisticated app, which would also allow independents to, to use it. And then we launched in Singapore, Hong Kong, and Kuala Lumpur, and Manila. And it, it took off equally well in those cities. And we've just kind of, this summer, started to connect with agencies and independents in London and kind of talking to charities and kind of taking things country by country, seeing what the kind of local needs are, what the local laws are, and how we can kind of make this kind of an industry standard. Is escorting and prostitution legal in Bangkok, in Thailand? The directories kind of work in a grey area where we work, it's... It's not really the best example. When we launched it, we were launching it as a piece of software for an agency. And when we decided this is something we can push further, I mean, ultimately, we wanted to push it into countries where we were very clear on what the laws were, what we could do, what we couldn't do. Everywhere we've launched, we've worked very closely with lawyers who kind of advise us on what to do. Thailand's always been a very strange country where it's not against the law, but it's not with the law. It's similar to like Spain, whereas, whereas in Spain it isn't written into the law whether um, prostitution is legal or not. In Thailand, it's kind of, it's not technically 100% legal, but it's very tolerated. Right, yeah. And we, we try and work closely with charities and organizations, and we kind of keep ahead on it with the law. And basically we kind of tr- try and kind of work with people to create a, a positive forward-thinking way of helping people but um yeah it's that's one of the countries where it's it's very difficult it definitely seems much safer you know the girls would have the guys information it's it's done like obviously on the app so you have to you know it's kind of like airbnb nearly yeah i mean it's it's difficult because obviously there's a big thing about privacy and Mm. obviously there was the um issues in the past with privacy leaks and, and people aren't really willing to give over their details to an extent but at the same time having no verification and just having kind of no support and safety is also the wrong way to take it so we're kind of feeling our way as we go and we try not to store uh, specific information on what's happened with who but using a phone number and an email address Mm. we can kind of store information on whether this is a trustworthy client whether there are any suspicions or warning against them and kind of give over information that way. Do do people rate each other via the app, like on Uber, or...? Yeah, we have a way of kind of verifying to a certain degree whether a booking actually happened or whether it's genuine, and then we allow the clients and escorts to rate each other. And also using the app, the escorts, most importantly, can have direct contact with us. So if they have any issues or any problems, they can send us an instant message, and we can kind of block or or suspend or, or just send a message to a client to kind of 
clean up the system. It, it goes both ways. Also, there are a lot of people who set up scams and and tricks. And also, by using the app, we can quickly work out who, who are genuine independent escorts, who are the genuine agencies, and who aren't. Okay, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people are going to say this is a, a bad thing. It's going to create more kind of hype around guys getting escorts, predominantly male getting escorts. Do you think that that will be the case, or do you think it's going to happen anyway? And it's, Yeah, I mean, to be very honest with you, I was probably one of those people. I had a very different attitude. Even when we started doing the project for the agency, it was it was a small ethical battle about really should we be doing something for an escort agency. But kind of the more we've got into it and the more people we've talked to, we kind of see it's something where we can be doing something positive in an industry that's kind of filled with negativity. And it's not uncommon for people to have a very negative attitude towards clients and sex workers. There's, I mean, there's a lot of inaccurate stereotypes, and the reality of it is there's a lot of people who become escorts for various reasons, and some people find it empowering, and they find it as an enjoyable way to make a profitable career. Um, the same with clients, there's various reasons. The, the whole idea of Smoochie is to create more verification and more safety to give the genuine clients and the genuine escorts a kind of safer platform to connect on. One, obviously, the topic that keeps coming up again and again with regarding sex work in Ireland and around the world is that always, you know, young girls are trafficked in to into the industry and are oftentimes aren't there by choice but you mentioned that you're working with some charities around the world like how how is this going to help maybe combat some of the the trafficking or the trafficking or the problems that are in the sex industry the high profile case last year was with backpage and the problem we saw i mean the first when we were starting to take off backpage were in the news the fbi was shutting backpage down uh, the us were bringing in the sesta foster act Oh, so just to jump in, what exactly is, for people who don't know Backpage, what, what, what exactly is that? Backpage was a kind of the largest classified, uh, had the, sorry, it was the classified with the largest kind of adult escort section in the world. And um, they'd been kind of warned many times that they weren't doing enough to, to counter sex trafficking and underage escorts. And I think they'd, they'd had various run-ins with the, the FBI, and they were finally shut down. Um, in April last year. I think there's a good uh, documentary about mm. it called I Am Jane Doe, which kind of covers the issues with Backpage and Craigslist. What, I mean, that initially scared us, and we were thinking, this isn't a project we want to get involved with. But the more we talked to people and the more we looked into it, the industry was kind of looking for a, a platform that will work with um, organizations and, and not kind of just look for profit and ignore the issues. But we can use the technology to kind of counter issues of underage sex and sex trafficking. I know in Ireland at the moment, I think it is technically illegal to yeah. purchase sex. And if you're technically operating a, a brothel, by the way, which could be two escorts working in the same building, will technically be deemed a brothel and I think two were arrested or sent to prison. Uh, have you looked into setting up in Ireland or do you know anything about uh, the difficulties you might have approaching uh, the service and launching it here? Uh, we don't. We, we, we try to take a very slow approach so every country we've launched in we make sure we first get a good uh, a knowledgeable lawyer or, or legal firm to work with and we kind of go through what we do and we tweak things or we just don't launch there if it, it isn't possible i don't really know enough about uh, the laws there but um yeah it's, i mean we, 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 we work very closely with lawyers in the uk and they kind of suggest where and where we shouldn't launch 
and um, Ireland isn't really one we've looked at yet but we would be very interested in knowing more but are you launched in the UK now yeah we're launched in London and what are the rules surrounding uh, I suppose sex work and escorting in, in, in London and how does your how does Smoochie fit in there I mean ultimately we work as a platform for the client and the companion to connect um, we don't none of the money from the bookings comes through Smoochie um we don't get involved with the actual meetings. We work very much in the way legal directories work now, but we try to add in more verification and um, kind of more direct support. And in terms of like how they're using the app, like are you setting a like a figure, or are the the escorts setting their own kind of price, and you're just there to kind of? It's very much like any directory. We we give them a blank profile where the escorts fill in their terms, their conditions, they fill in their rates. They upload their pictures, and then when a booking comes to their app, it will come in real time. So if they're, if they're, if they're online, that means they're available. The booking will come to the app, and it will give them the client's details, and it will try to give them an indication of whether the client is genuine, whether the client's had previous bookings, whether there are any warnings from the client, and the escort has 10 minutes to accept or decline the booking. Uh, just going back to the last point, one way the app helps agencies work legally is that one of the problems is soliciting and and kind of trafficking. And trafficking, a lot of people think trafficking means to smuggle someone across a border and force them into sex. Trafficking just can simply mean being, being told to have sex. So if an agency calls up an escort and tells her you have a booking with this customer at this location, that in essence is also trafficking. The way the Smoochie app works is the booking goes direct to the app on the escort's phone and they get to decide whether they accept the booking or decline the booking and we give them as much information as possible. When it, with an agency, the agencies get to monitor the bookings in real time so the agencies will be notified a booking has gone to this escort, where the booking is, who the client is. Uh, the client verification and the agency then as an agency should overlook that booking double check anything they want to verify mm. and make sure at the end of the booking the escort leaves and everything is okay and and obviously does the, the agency would then know about taking a commission for want of a better word or they take their, their cut yeah I mean we don't get involved with that We, I mean there's a lot of issues about unethical agencies who take high fees and and to get involved with trafficking. I mean, we're happy to work with agencies. We try to take more of a boutique approach where an agency can't simply sign up and join. They can request to join and then we'll try and verify them in some way, make sure they've been running for a year, make sure there are no kind of complaints or anything we can find negative about them. And when they sign up, they're expected to work as an agency. So the role of an agency should be to help manage and promote uh, an escort and help give her additional safety, make sure she gets to a booking safely and gets away from a booking safely. If you don't obviously handle any of the payments that are going via the app or the agencies or the clients and the escorts, how do you, um, how does the app make money for you then? So we kind of see it similar to a dating site where we allow escorts, agencies and clients to use the site for free, but we try to give them a few extra features to convince them to buy a premium membership. So, for example, with an escort, we'll allow them to accept a booking every three days for free, or they can pay $50 for a month and receive unlimited bookings. With a client, they can book, search, do everything for free, but if they want to buy a premium membership, which is $25 for the month, they get to see the verified reviews. 
Ah, okay. Oh, so, so yeah, I see what you've done there. It's kind of just... Yeah, yeah. so it's kind of like a, they have access to extra features. So it's it's really, they get the basics, but if, they, if they're going to be a regular user as a client or an escort, hopefully it's good value for them to become a premium member. Is there any risk in the future that, I know, let's say, Ireland and the UK, I don't know how grey those areas are, but you're going to be maybe forced to hand over clients' information, email addresses and phone numbers to prosecute? I'm not the best person to ask. We'd have to speak to a lawyer about that. But from what I understand, we are not required to give over such information just at will. It would have to be a very uh, specific case. Right, yeah. I mean, the way we treat data is, so when a client's putting in a booking at this hotel for this time with this escort, once that booking has been verified and we can see that it's happened, we can remove that data. We don't need to store data such as specific hotels, times, dates. All we need to do is acknowledge whether a client is genuine or if, if it's a new client, if it's a genuine client, if it's a fake client. Once we have the information to kind of mark that client, we don't need to keep any specific data. Like from, I'm trying to think from a client's perspective, let's say I've used 10 escorts, for yeah. want of a better word, in, in Dublin, yeah. London, Amsterdam, Berlin. After I've completed those bookings and used the services, are those locations kind of wiped or is, there, is, there, is my transaction history kept or is it cleared or how does that work? Yeah, so it, it's, it's about 35 days. After 35 days, we will remove specific data. So we can just basically say this this phone number or email address had a genuine booking and that's enough. Once they've had two or three genuine bookings, we can say this is a regular client. We don't re- we, we don't have any use for information such as hotel rooms and, and dates. You're not like a Facebook where you need tons of pieces of information to serve ads on because it's a premium product. Mm. Yeah. I mean, all the, all, all the escorts and agencies want to know is, is this a, a genuine client? Are they safe? Are they recommended? They don't need to know specific details of what they've done before. Yeah, true. Well, I mean, it's different. Yeah, it definitely is. It, it definitely is. It's a, it's a niche market that you've carved out. Yeah, uh, it wasn't one we were planning to enter, and it's still one we're kind of learning from. It's a chance to do something very positive in, a, in an industry that has a lot of negativity around it. Somehow I think it's going to do pretty well. I hope so. And just before we let you go, has there been any kind of backlash towards the, the app or the software in any of the countries you've been in? To be honest, no, and we were expecting that. The only kind of backlash we've had is from agencies who we weren't willing to accept, who wanted to be on the platform, but because they had some negative history or something we were suspicious about, we wouldn't let them on. Fair that's enough. fair, yeah, that's good. Yeah, well, so there's some sort of quality control um, seeping into that industry anyway. Well, Carl, thanks a million for popping on. If someone wants to maybe look a little bit more into this app, do you have any social media profiles or websites that people can check out if they want? Uh, no, I mean, the best is just to go to the website, www.smoochie, S-M-O-O, ci.com and um, if they have any questions just to contact us uh, via the contact form on the site just get in direct contact we're happy to hear from anyone deadly deadly well listen Carl Kinsey from uh, smoochie.com thanks a million for popping on this evening thanks for having me